0: Hello and welcome to the Morning Skate Podcast. I am Matt Moody, uh, just coming at you with the fourth edition of the uh, team-by-team season previews, courtesy of DJ that he did for puckluck.com. In this episode, you will have Florida, LA, Minnesota, and Montreal. Um, Unfortunately, I missed the Tuesday morning upload, so I'll have to double up, um, so... (laughs) Uh, in your feed later today or, you know, right after you listen to this, do check out um, the fifth iteration of this, which will also be in your feed on Wednesday. So uh, again, uh, probably later this week, we will have a a true season preview. We talk about, you know, awards and season-long bets and maybe some, you know, specific player type stuff, but um, these are just sort of your uh get getting caught up to speed on the details from every single team which we will not be covering you know because it's already been done so uh with that said let's get on to DJ hello
1: and welcome back to Bucklock.com betting and fantasy team previews for the Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers coming off a Stanley Cup final loss, squeaking into the playoffs with 92 points, and largely in the regular season, which may be forgotten about terrible goaltending. Um, uh, just could not get it done. They, you know, trade Weager and Huberto, pick up Matt the Chuck. I think most people will now automatically agree they got the better of that deal. Uh, 109 regular season points for Matt the Chuck in a force in the playoffs. The goaltending was abysmal. Uh, They had a 109 save percentage until Alex Lyon had to be the hero, rescue them, save their season, get them to the playoffs. And then Babrowski went insane in the playoffs. Um, You know, I think that's what he'll be remembered for most. But this was a team that really was disappointing all season long. They, like I said, squeak in at 92 points and then go on the God mode run. A lot of players that are really good, a lot of 70 plus point guys last year. But let's get into next year. Let's get over. To what we have projected so 96 points a four point increase and it's basically like can the offense continue to produce at the same level while the goaltending not be a negative and if Bobrovsky is good to go if maybe Spencer Knight who was considered largely to be one of the best goalie prospects is you know back to himself um you know hopefully for his sake and, and you know whatever's going on exactly he is back to himself I think that's the best for everyone I'd love to see him get some starts last year. We were expecting, you know, like a 50, 30 ish. No, well, if that wouldn't work out, but you know, 50, yeah. About 50, 30 split um, in games. And yeah, I mean, frankly, that's what the plan was. And it kind of had to had to be uh, changed. So it goaltending is really what it's going to come down to for this team. It's make or break. If Pabrowski is like he was in the playoffs, this metric is just going to be laughable. We're going to be miles off. And if he's bad, well, it might be right on. So we're we'll over like, to the uh, DraftKings sportsbook odds to make the playoffs minus 220 seems bad to, to me. I don't really know why you're going to lock up your money um, on a team that, I again, is kind of fringe. And, and we have projected under that 99 and a half, not by a substantial margin. I think it's, again, kind of right on the line um, as far as our odds to actually placing money. I feel like you need, you know, I've mentioned this before, I'm kind of uh, becoming a broken record, but you need pretty good edge at least I do to lock up money for an entire season. You think like that money just could be better spent finding better lines all season long, rather than locking it up long-term on one bet, unless it the you know, the line is massively off. And that's how I feel about most of these bets and everything we see here. Nothing really lines up um, as a good bet. And it's really not close. And I think for a lot of good teams, it's not going to be. Um, I think if you're, if you're betting this, Again, I think you're probably you could find better lines throughout the entire season that are just going to be a a better, you know, return on investment than locking up the money for that long. Going over to the point projections. Um yeah, I mean, there's probably some odds here that you can play with. The problem with Florida is that finding true, obvious, and season-long kind of correlation between players is tough. We really just don't know what this team's gonna do. Um, we're gonna get to the lineup and kind of see why, but. I'm just really not like at all that interested in betting on any of these point totals um, pulling up last year, again, you know, Matt, the Chuck over a hundred, no one else even broke the 80 mark, um, which is kind of surprising. Like, a lot of guys, that were just really good. Like what three other guys in the seventies, but I just can't really find myself thinking like, all right, I'm going to lock up my money all year long on one player um, already. Like I said, I don't really like to do that. I'd rather take two together. And then if you are going to take two together, you know, who are they? I, I came in, there's nothing even on underdog right now other than Reinhardt and Barkov. So that's not interesting to me at all to put two guys that I really don't think are going to play together other than the power play. Um, look around and maybe if we get better indication of something, you could give it a look, but I'm not all that interested personally um, in any of the player props myself. Nothing stands out. So if we get over to the protected lines, and this is really why. I mean, this team they picked up a few pieces like there's new guys on the point and obviously Montour and Ekblad are incredibly I mean I would say just 100% not going to start the season so the defense is a bit of a mess in front of goaltending that's kind of a bit of a mess unless the Pabrowski continues to perform like he did in the playoffs and I just am frankly not holding my breath on that so Kulikov, Forsling, Mikola, OEL, Mahura and Mike Riley is not great <laughs> it just isn't um is Forsling is going to be really good to start the year. Probably a great sleeper pick just to get early access to what would conceivably be top power play run, although this team has run five forward units in the past. Um, but even if massive minutes and massive rates from Forsling, a really good pickup, a guy to keep an eye on, you're probably not finding him anywhere for points or goals or anything of that nature. So, yeah, it, it feels like this is just going to be a Matt the Chuck season. And that's the guy I'd bet on. Um, and I just would bet on him in every fantasy circle. You can, I take his point over, but that's really it here. Like while I like this team and I think this team is, you know, going to be fine. It's a fringe playoff team. And if they don't get that defense figured out quickly, it's going to maybe be a bit of a struggle. Unless it Bobrovsky comes in clutch for them, you know, three really good lines. I think they have great center depth. I think they have some nice scoring touch. Uh, Luster Rainan is no slouch. Evan Rodriguez can obviously hold his own with anyone playing with you know, McKinnons and whatnot in the past. So I like this team. I don't think it's the sexiest team in the world, but they have a lot of salary cap kind of coming into the future. And I think this team is going to put the pieces together. They're going to add some guys. They could be a team, especially the trade deadline, that picks up someone big but I don't really know what that helps us now when we're trying to bet on this team before the season starts. I don't think there's anything here that really jumps off the page. I will be looking to Matt, the Chuck uh, for some season long stuff, nothing that I find an underdog or anything right now. So I'll take a look. If you have anything you're wondering about, send me a message comment on the video, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but Florida a bit boring. And I think this is just, like I said, a fringe playoff team likely going to get in, but I think we're putting on our playoff goggles a bit too much. And hoping that that gets there, and that's only going to happen if Ekblad and Montour return quickly, and Bobrovsky can be a very, very good goalie early in the year because you don't want to be out of it by Thanksgiving. So, thanks for listening. Um, you know, rate, comment, review, and do all that stuff. Um, we'll be back with you for the Kings. Hello, and welcome back to PuckLuck.com betting and fantasy team previews for the Los Angeles Kings. Los Angeles Kings coming off of a very good season. I would say it was sort of like, you know, are the aging veterans in Kopitar and Doughty going to lose it before some of these prospects come through. And they're like, you know, why don't we pick up some guys and just make a perfect mesh of a, a 104 point LA Kings team, a lot of fun to watch, probably underrated fun. It felt like everyone just glommed to the Oilers. Um, during the season and kind of forgot about just how fun this Kings team was, and I think will continue to be. Um, the LA Kings made a couple offseason moves of note. We're gonna get to all that. But let's look at last year for one more second and just talk about how good kopitar has been. I mean, I know he is stapled to Quentin Byfield, the top prospect, and 40 goals for Adrian Kempe, but you know, 74 points at this point in his career has been unreal. Kevin Fiala, who I'm representing right now, um, also very silently with above a point a game with 72 and 69. I think if this team could stay healthy, they could be dangerous. But I also want to temper expectations because it feels like this is the sexy pick right now. It feels like a lot of people are coming in on this LA Kings team, and they're all saying the same thing: Look at those nine horsemen! Look at this top nine forwards! It's unbelievable. And maybe forgetting about the goaltending. So the luck projections at ninety-five. I tend to think that's a little bit low. Um, think I've kind of covered a lot, a lot of the, a lot of points about this team last year it's a really good team it's a really fun team it feels a lot like ottawa and buffalo in the west um it's a team that has very stiff competition in the pacific at the top i mean we cracky made the playoffs last year oilers i already mentioned vegas Golden knights won the freaking cup and it kind of feels like the flames are back kind of you know hard to know for sure but i do think they're not going to be the worst it has got the vancouver canucks <laughs> it's just sort of like man um who do we beat up on? Oh, yeah, the Ducks and the, and the Sharks. But other than that, I mean, you know, this is not the easiest division in the world. Um, We get over to what the sports books are saying, and they have this team for over 100 at 100.5 you know, for the over under. Like, I tend to think the under's fine there just because of the goaltending, how tough the competition is going to be all season long. But I am not going to bet it. It feels like a razor-thin razor margin that I just think it, you're better off fading. Um, I'm not looking at that playoffs minus 400 either. Like I think if you're in on this Kings team and you think that they're going to take a colossal step and you want to actually have fun, you're just betting the cup or you're betting the division. Um, seems like comparatively to the playoff odds, they have no faith in this team winning the division when I don't think it's that insane. Again, I'm not really going to bet it myself. I think there's one bet on the board I'm going to take, but none of these really stand out to me. Went through a lot of the other like season-long props I could find. I found very little, so please send me anything you can find for players. Uh, but we'll get over to that right now. Uh, this Kings team, again, there's a lot of chefs to feed, and that feeds into this. There's also a lot of guys that have, are getting older, um, some guys that have had injury problems. So it, it kind of feels like a spread-out situation. Um, but Fiala just up there at like a potential 115 versus I don't know I mean he's been so good at five on five and like I mentioned with basically a point per game last year um you know he's better than a point per game last year so I think if you know Fiala is fully healthy and that's kind of where I'm looking like I feel like we maybe just forget about how good Fiala is because of Kempe Kopitar last year was just like you know the 40 goals with Kempe that's all the press right now that's all the news um a lot of very good forwards and I, I really think again this is a team that has a few incredibly valuable uh, players for, you know, the best puck, uh, your season-long fantasy. I'm very interested still in Kempe. Arvidsson's going to be completely forgotten about. He was on the top power play to start preseason. It's still a Raids monster for your shooting categories. So I'm very interested in basically all of these top six. Drew Doughty also, like, I don't think Bray Clark's going to come in and just take over his spot right away. Arthur Kaliev is a guy that no one is wants to consider. Um, another player i definitely think in your deeper leagues you should just put in the queue um and quentin byfield as well uh yeah so i'm i'm very in on just taking some pieces here but yeah calia probably the one especially in their super deep leagues. so if you have do any 16 team drafts or even 12 and you have deep rosters definitely up calia because he's up in that top nine uh let's get over to those forwards now and, and kind of just discuss what this roster should look like. This is what they're running at this point. And again, you'll see Kaliev right there in the top six with Dubois and Fiala. It's hard to pass that up. Uh, Dubois, he will steal some shots from both of them because he can do that, but he's a big center um, that can definitely also distribute. I, I think that that line is just awesome. And it's just going to be totally overshadowed by Kopitar Kempi and Byfield. Uh, The prop I'm most interested in is Fiala. I, I'd love to find him for points. I couldn't do it. Uh, I found him for 26 and a half goals. I'm fine with that myself. I love this line. I think it's really talented. Um, I do think that if it's with Kaliev, it's going to be maybe just a little bit more of a concern with, I think Kaliev's elite shot will also contribute quite a bit. And Fiala can certainly pass, which is again, why I'd rather take Fiala for just points in general, but i can't find it i think 26 and a half is fine he had 23 last year in 69 you know i think he gets there um and this team is going to probably have to course of problems i know a lot of people especially in the you know hockey you know deeper sort of you know i you know, think freaking chicklets are talking about it that defense of course maybe a bit underrated like jordan spence coming in um is is a guy that's probably just going to be a jersey-ish replacement and they maybe just kind of wanted to take a little bit back from an offensive gifted player to highlight Gabrikoff, Mike Anderson, and Matt Roy to play more defensive as they will need that in front of the goaltending. That's just frankly, is not the best. So I think it's a better iteration of what they had last year and yet that goaltending is much worse. So it's like the whole, the you know, the top six defense, the, you know, the top nine forwards and, you know, whatever the, it's not like the bottom line is completely useless. Um, it's a really good team, but that goaltending is probably going to lose him a few games here or there. Uh, so, yeah, I think that this is a fine team to take, you know, whatever you're really feeling on. I'm not betting any of the team-long stuff. Super high on Fiala. Uh, I, I'm just excited to see what this team can do. So I'm definitely going to be betting Fiala. And I'm definitely going to be you know, drafting all these guys. Uh, you know, the entire, you know, Arvidsson, Kaliev, Kempig, a little bit. I'm, I'm probably lower on Kopitar than he's going to go. Uh, Fiala and then, you know, Dubois. It's going to be there for anything outside of best puck where, you know, he just is a center and it, it no, he's a winger. Wait, best puck. He's totally draftable. What am I saying? They have that wing. Yeah. I, I just, I love this team. I'm very excited to watch them. I think that there's going to be some games uh, that are going to go, you know, like freaking six, seven, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So definitely a team I'm more interested in watching than betting, but I think during the season, you're going to hear me talk about the Kings a ton when it comes to the betting card. So I'll leave you with that um rather than betting them to again i'll just say it one last time and i'm probably going to be a broken record if i'm not already there's a lot better lines that are going to exist i feel like within the season for the la kings rather than just taking their point total off the cuff and if you're really super high on them i think you're just better off putting your money in a long-term investment into them to win the division or the stanley cup um if you're really that high on them if you think they can sort out the goaltending problems goaltending doesn't matter i say often so that's kind of my theory is like, what, what if Talbot is just a bit better and, and Copley can be formidable and this team you know, has a tandem that can exist, et cetera, et cetera. So go Kings. I'm super excited for this roster. I'm super excited to watch them play and I'll be back next time to go over another team. Um, I think it's like Montreal or something. Welcome back to... Puckluck.com betting and fantasy team previews for the Minnesota Wild. If you're watching this video, I'm sorry for the bit of a ghost look with my whole body. The green screen and the green Minnesota Wild jersey aren't meshing well together. But what did mesh well together was anyone that played with Crow off in Minnesota. I think he is just that kind of a talent and can keep this team competitive, even though they have some cap constraints that kept them from making any big signings. This is still a team that employs one of the most prolific offensive players in the league. And as long as he stays healthy, again, last year he missed some time, which is why I bring that up again. This is still a team that can be fighting for a playoff spot. 103 points last year. I think a lot of people feel this is not the sexy, fun, cool team to bet on. I'm in on this team. I I think maybe a little bit higher than, than others. So why don't we get right into it? We pull up their point projection at 99. Feeling of 109 and the floor of 89. This is a team that has good goaltending. I think Gustafson is totally fine, and if he can continue to that form, in front of what is an incredibly underrated defensive team, I think this is a full up and down the roster good defense. um Forwards play really well defensively. Obviously, the defensemen are no slouches. Uh, we'll get to the roster in just a moment, but it comes down to it's finding more scoring throughout the roster, and they didn't really pick up too many guys at all to help with that they actually lost a couple guys um no one of incredible note but alas it's going to be the prospects that we're going to mention that need to come through for this team to go from like a fringe probable playoff team to taking a step forward and winning a playoff series um girl can't do it all on his own and when you run into stiffer competition and playoff hockey it gets even more difficult so while i like this wild team i do want to you know kind of keep little bit away from going too crazy when we get over to the DraftKings sportsbook odds this is where the playoffs actually come into play a little bit better while I'm still not betting a minus 200 for an entire year we have it pretty much right on par with what we have at minus 210 the sportsbooks are not really as big of believers 95 and a half point total I think that over is fine I'm not going crazy on it like again I think it's probably just justified to bet rather than like jam it in i um, not big enough of a, an edge for me to want to jump on it personally is i guess the way, best way to put it to win the division is fine i'm not going to bet it and to win the cup again i'm not going to bet it don't think there's a lot of meat on the bone when it comes to many of these odds so yeah it's a fade for me even though i like this team i think if you're gonna bet anything it's then over on their point total but it's fringe at best um moving over to our point projections very low on kro Caprizoff. um he missed a lot of time last year so it's just sort of not sure if he's going to play you know enough games but i'm going to bet on him to play the games and if i was going to bet anything i think over 97 and yeah 97 and a half is my preferred bet there's nothing to pair with it that i found and really not many ways of betting this team in general but I would look for Matt Boldy as well. I also think he's a bit better than that projection gives him credit for. He's also a pretty good all-categories player. And I think as he progresses in this league, we'll continue to get some you know, rates in every capacity. I'm really high on Matt Boldy in best puck. I think I'm going to continue to draft him. Eric Sinek, also just a monster defensively and a guy that his rates went from like really, really good when he was younger. And then it was like, okay, is this guy going to come into his own and get a big enough role? And last year we started to see those shot rates come back up again and his sustained ice time with his great defensive metrics continue. And that means he'll also be, you know, probably killing penalties and taking D zone draws and getting blocks, et cetera. So a lot of good guys up top. We don't have it listed here, but we'll just move over to the lines because that's probably what's most interesting. Marco Rossi is a guy that I'm incredibly excited to watch. I'm very, very high on this player. I hope that this is where they put him with Boldly because I think that's going to give him the best chance to succeed. If this guy goes out there and actually plays with like Felino and, and some other, you know, uh, Frederick or Goudreau is what they had originally, I, I just think you're setting this guy up for failure. So I'm very optimistic that they put him with an elite playmaker, not but just play driver in that Boldly, and they can go together and try to formulate what could be a very, very good second line if both players can come along as expected. Um, I'm gonna be rooting for Marco Rossi, you know, a lot of health issues that held him back from maybe the progression that should have been. So I'm rooting for him and I'm gonna be really kind of pulling for this. I, I kind of just like the wild team in general. Like I think that again, it's just not been a sexy pick, but I'm you know, I think this is honestly a roster that you just look up and down that forward list and you see so many good defensive players. And I think that gets very underrated by most of the betting community. So I think this is a good wild team and it's going to get there by being good in that with Gustafson and maybe Marc-Andre Fleury, maybe Jesper Walstad takes a step uh, um, from Iowa and comes up and actually can steal some games as well. But if they're backstopped by strong defense with Brodine and Middleton kind of being the the primary defenders, Merrill, no slouch. And then Kalen Edison and Spurgeon, who also is good defensively kind of picking up some of that offensive slack. Brock Faber had some flashes um, in little action last season as well. So I'm really high on this team. They only really picked up Patrick Maroon, which doesn't matter at all. He's basically useless, but if fine fourth line role player, it's a solid team. I think it's a team that's going to make the playoffs be right around that mark, but will they get over the hump and find the scoring down the lineup to move them into that next level? not a sexy team coming into the year. I think a lot of people are going to pick them to be on the outside looking in. And I disagree. I still think this is a good team because they're going to suppress shots. I think this is honestly the team that is the most like the Islanders, the, what people believe the Islanders are like, they're going to be more shot suppression and they're going to be a little bit more boring when Kaprizov's not on the ice. If they can take that and add a little more secondary scoring, they could be dangerous. So go wild. Um, and uh, we'll, you know, hopefully see you guys in the playoffs. And uh, I'll be back with Montreal next time. I said they were <laughs> next show, but I, I guess I can't uh, do the alphabet. So be back with Montreal. Hello, and welcome back to puckrock.com betting and fantasy team previews for the Montreal Canadiens. Ah, the Montreal Canadiens coming off. I don't even know what I considered last year for them. It kind of felt like exactly what you'd expect, uh, maybe just a little bit worse. You know, Marty St. Louis is in that coach now, 68 point finish, some injuries that kind of derailed a few potentially very, very productive fantasy seasons. Um, Nick Suzuki played all 82, but other than that, I don't even know if they had a single other forward play 80. I don't think they did. Honestly, they didn't have another player. I don't think play another 82 games. That's actually crazy. Um, as I realize this live as I record. Yeah, they had zero other players play all 82 games doesn't help when you're already not very good so it was a tough year i do think that that is one major thing i want to talk about is how that's kind of i mean again you're, i mean you're gonna make the playoffs let's be frank no what is important about this team why don't we get right into that let's talk about the montreal canadians going in the next season we have been projected for 73 points which would be an improvement i do think this team is getting better um 68 to 73, nice five point jump. Themes fair goaltending is, uh, it's about the same. I mean, Montembeau was the main starter last year. Uh, Allen actually did outplay him with more starts, but like missed some games because of injury. Injuries. I think that they'll both get about that, you know, similar 40 split again. I think that's kind of the plan. Both are fantasy viable in a sense, but I'm starting to think about Montembeau just a little bit more. Um, This team, it's kind of like the thing. If you think they could hit the ceiling around 80 points. Those are very, very late round guys. I, I don't even know in your deeper leagues if they're getting drafted at, or you're not, you're, you're not as deep. Leagues are getting drafted at all. Um, so definitely something to keep an eye on when you're talking about Montreal um, as far as what the goaltending situation looks like, because that's kind of going to lead into where you're betting. Um, they did, you know, acquire Casey Smith at one point. They moved him out. I think they are feel good about this tandem. I think they have goal scoring, but it's just not going to be enough. Um, we actually have them as like a projectable edge as a playoff team, but not, you know, still it's eight to one instead of 17 to one. I mean, I'm not betting it personally. Um, I do think we're up, up about similar everywhere else. I don't mind the over though on points. I, I kind of honestly think that they're just as good, if not a little bit better than the model indicates, but it's a really, really tough division. And it's a really, really tough conference in the East this year. And you think some teams are just going to have to lose a bit more games than they should. so. I'm not betting anything here. Like I said, I don't think this is where you're going to find your value on the Canadians. Um, they should be a lot more fun. There's definitely some fantasy assets that are more viable and important going into the season. Guys that are going to be forgotten about, guys that early in the season we could be targeting for props, and we just don't need to worry about right now getting them any of these uh, you know, playoffs or above. It's just not going to happen, unfortunately. But I do like this team, and I think 70 is a tad low. Not enough for me to lock up my money for the entire season. Um, so looking at the player point projections, and of course, this is kind of factoring in some of those injuries from last year. I am just so much higher on Cole Caulfield. I am not even really considering this. This is a kind of like a, if he plays similar, I think a similar amount of games or, you know, last year only played 46. So 46, he had, you know, 36 points. I think this guy's ready for the jump. I'm very, very excited about Cole Caulfield. So a number of these are tough for me as well, just because we really don't know what the toxic is going to look like with all those injuries. Last year's guys like Harvey Bernard came up. were very useful in the, you know, Cole Caulfield's absence. I don't really know where everyone's going to slot in. They're definitely testing things um, in preseason. We're going to learn more, but one thing we were certain on is that Suzuki Caulfield and Matheson should be focal points on that power play. And Mike Matheson is no slouch. And I think being very, 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 disregarded by probably everyone besides best puck drafters um and i mean drafters as well now people are taking him there this is the top defenseman top power play this was my point last year he just didn't stay quite healthy enough to really hit his ceiling 34 points in 48 games people just seem to forget this is a very useful offensive-minded defenseman that no one is drafting um, I, I will say no one, but if you are drafting your fantasy draft shortly, queue him up. He's probably rated way under where he should be. But overall, this roster, as you can sort of see, and the point I was making before is like, we know Caulfield, Doc, and Suzuki, right? That's what we know. The rest, I really think you could tell me almost anything you want. Is Slavkovsky going to take a jump? I'm excited about him. I'd like to see what he can do. Um, I, I still think there's a lot of potential in Slikovsky, you know, not the best year last year um, as, a, as a rookie, but still a kid. Um, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of room for improvement and you're you're on a bad team. It you know, doesn't help you much. Uh, so what this team looks like now might not be what it looks like into the, the season. There could be some trades. They have some assets that could be moved. Um, you know, some. Tom Monahan sort of give you know last chance type guys like maybe if they kind of catch some player they get moved as again this is not a playoff team but the one bet that I am gonna place because I just don't care I'm placing a bet on Cole Caulfield over 32 and a half goals likely I I'd like to put it with a Nick Suzuki point prop if I could find it I've been waiting I've been patient I don't think it's getting posted maybe we get a few more things as time goes on um but right now on underdog, I only have Cole Caulfield, 32.5 goals. If he stays healthy, he's hitting that mark. I'm, I mean, this guy is Alex Debrinquette. Like, I almost think he has a better shot. I, I think this is an incredibly, incredibly gifted player that, um, if he can stay healthy, will will put up more than 30. Um, I've seen others talk about this as well. Um, Matt Larkin was saying that this would be a dark horse for the Rocket Richard. I'm not ready to go that far, but I am ready to say Cole Caulfield will be a bet that I place for over 32 and a half. I don't have any unders really at this point because there's nothing else to bet. I would probably take an under on Jake Allen. Don't, can't find it. Um, I think that my aunt DeBose is going to take over the net. So search around as always, message me, comment, whatever. Let me know if you found something. You want me to take a look? I can pull up our model. I can do whatever you want. Let me know. Good luck to you, Montreal Canadiens fans. I think there's, a, you know, darkness, but over the horizon, there's some really good talent on this team. It's a young team. I'm excited about a lot of these players. So hopefully there's good, good times to come. So we'll talk to you next time.